Welcome to Screw It, Just Do It, the number one ranked entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, and those aspiring to be so. The aim of this show is to showcase the world's most inspiring and interesting people who've decided to screw it, just do it. We offer 20% inspiration and 80% education, giving you the tools and advice to start, grow, and scale a successful business. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, fellow entrepreneur, podcast agency owner with a number one podcast, and startup advisor to global startup generator and early stage VC, Antler. Each week, I release two episodes, a Q&A every Wednesday with one of the world's most inspiring figures, plus a solo episode every Saturday where I cover the challenges that all of us are facing as entrepreneurs. Welcome to episode 269 of Screw It, Just Do It with me, Alex, on this Saturday solo episode. So today I want to talk about how to influence people and lead. So I recently got myself a new mentor, or two, I should say. It's been about a year since I've had a mentor, and Obviously, during the last four, five, six months with pandemic and lockdown, it's been very difficult to network and meet people. And most of us have resorted to going online to to connect, to network, etc. Um, and I had been thinking about it for a long time, and I've been holding out, holding out, seeing who I wanted to mentor me. And for me, when it comes to mentoring, getting yourself a mentor, um, I think you need to find somebody who is where you want to be, who has gotten to where you want to get to. So they've got to be ahead of the curve that you're currently on and not literally you know, a couple of months or even a year away, maybe, I think they've got to be significantly further away. Not unreachable because you might not be able to actually fathom that, get your head around that and see the path on how you can actually reach where they are. And I shared on this podcast before, um, I remember interviewing someone in the first 10, 15 episodes of this podcast three and a half years ago, and them telling me, that uh, just a conversation saying, yeah, 15,000 people a week um, download my podcast. And I remember thinking, 15,000 people, wow. And I could never actually in my head visualize or imagine 15,000 people listening to my podcast at the same time. Like I was, I was envisaging all of those people packed into uh, Bournemouth's Vitality Football Stadium. Uh, so Bournemouth, having just got relegated from the Premier League football, uh, those of you you might not know in different countries, um, it's kind of put Bournemouth on the map, but they, they've got like the, the smallest stadium. It's something like 12,500 people. It might even be less than that, depending on a temporary stand or two. But I was picturing people in there who would watch Bournemouth on a Saturday against, you know, Manchester United, Chelsea, Manchester City, Liverpool, Arsenal, not actually being able to imagine that. And then I reached that goal and I, I passed that goal and more than 15,000 of you were listening 
to this podcast. And all of a sudden, it does make you think, okay, so who do I need to mentor me now? I've, I've, I've gone past where I thought somebody that I looked up to and potentially I would have wanted to have mentored me, uh, gone past that and wanted somebody else now further down the line in that journey, not just somebody with, for example, a number one ranked podcast in the UK or Uganda or wherever else we've had them lately, Congo, I remember last month, but somebody who's, who's literally, you know, doesn't matter what, uh, category is, you know, entrepreneurship, comedy, sport, but like a top 100 ranked podcast in the world and a successful entrepreneur and business person to boot, not just somebody with a seven figure company or maybe even not an eight figure company, but a nine figure company, somebody that is where I want to get to. And that happened. So incredibly grateful to be an accepted as a mentee of theirs. And I want to share with you one of the lessons that they gave me, something that was talked about um, in the first meeting. So for me, I just want to share with you, first of all, what the definition of influence actually is. So if you look it up, it says the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something or the effect itself. That's the noun. The verb is to have an influence on. Okay. So to have an effect on the character, the development, the behavior of someone or something, that is how to influence and when you have influence, you can lead people. You can take take them from somewhere to somewhere else. Take them from point A from point A to point B. Be that um, in an organisation, from for example, you know, a seven figure revenue company to an eight figure revenue company. Or if you are leading um, somebody outside of business in work, maybe you want to go hosting a webinar somebody climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, maybe the leader of that operation, you want to take them from the bottom of the mountain to the top of that mountain. Could you do that without having any ability to influence that group of people? No, you couldn't do it, could you? If you had no influence on that people, would they listen to you when you try and plan, lead, cajole, encourage them up that mountain? Likewise, from a seven-figure company to an eight-figure company. It's just not going to happen, is it? So how do you influence people and how do you lead people? Well, you need to be able to read people, first of all, to be able to read them. So three things to pay. First one is to pay close attention. Second one is to pick up on social cues. And the third one is to adjust your, your approach and therefore your influence. So you've got to read people, yeah? So you're paying close attention. You're seeing them. And, you know, even if this is online now, when you're meeting up with your, your staff, your, your co-workers, you're meeting them online. I'm just chatting to someone recently. They have a Monday call and a Friday call. Um, you know, how was your weekend? You know, what have you watched over the weekend? What are you reading at the moment? Pretty laid back, 
you know, and then moving into setting goals for the week. And at the end of the week, what did we achieve this week? What are your plans for the weekend? So you could do that online the same as you can do it in person. Obviously, obviously it's easy in person to pick up on, you know, to pay close attention to somebody when you're in a physical, same physical environment of the, as them on a daily basis. But you can pick up on social cues. Um, you know, do they look you in the eye? Do they look at the floor? Do they move out of the way? Um when you when you when you come into contact with them, um, you know you can see when you start to observe people uh, and you pick up on those social cues. You can tell whether they're confident, whether they're nervous, etc. And if you pay attention, you pick up on the social cues. You can then adjust your own approach and your own influence. So I think you need to get out of your own way, uh, hang your own ego up at the door. Because most people are too self-conscious and they won't meet people halfway. And it's all about adjusting your approach, mirroring their behavior, talking like they talk, acting like they act to a certain degree. You're not imitating them, but you're mirroring those signals that they're giving back to you. So you take the focus off yourself and you're putting it focus on them. And most people, like I say, are too self-conscious to meet other people halfway. And you meet somebody halfway, anything can be accomplished. If you're not prepared to meet somebody halfway, if you don't pay attention, if you don't pick up on the social cues, do you think in business that you're going to make that sale with that customer or outside of business, if you're going to lead them up Mount Kilimanjaro, they're going to meet you halfway? I don't think so. So relaying this to a business environment, which I think help everyone here who's, a, who's an entrepreneur and a business owner, is three questions. First one is, and I'm going to re relay this to my own life to try and make it easier for you. But the first question is, do you, do you really believe that what you're offering will be of value to people? Do you honestly believe that? to be true. Second one is, have you experienced the benefits personally? Have you been through the same journey that your customer is going to go through? And the third one is, are you genuinely trying to help people? You're not just trying to sell to them. So first one, just to recap, do you really believe that what you're offering will be of value to people? So for me, I'm helping people um, launch a podcast, be that an individual entrepreneur through my course or through my mentorship or a brand that I'm creating a branded podcast for? Do I really believe that what I'm offering them will be of value to them? 100%. 100% I believe because I've seen it myself, which goes back to, to question two, but do I really believe it? I do genuinely believe it because I've seen it. I've seen the impact of what I do has had on different individuals and different organizations. It's taken them to a position of influence, funnily enough, which I wasn't thinking about before I said that, but I will now. It's taken them, and it's an overused phrase, I know, but being a thought leader in their space, to being respected, because a podcast has given them that influence, that ability to influence people. It's given them a platform to invite other people who also have influence, who are respected, known, and trusted, to share that platform 
and speak to their audience, build that audience and have an influence. And two, have I experienced the benefits personally? Yes. That's why I'm speaking to you today. I started this three and a half years ago with two listeners. Two, that's it. And now I've grown it to a number one rated podcast in 146 countries from the UK to Uganda. Something I never thought possible. But I've experienced those benefits personally myself. I've been through the customer journey that I want to put my customers through, literally from two listeners to number one rated podcast, multiple countries, seen as a position of influence, uh, able to influence people. And in a good way, when I talk about influence, it has some negative connotations and I'm not even going to speak about that because I know that you know I'm not even talking about that. And the third one is, am I genuinely trying to help people? I am. I couldn't do it if I was just trying to sell to people. And I've thought about you know loads of other business ideas that I see and meet the amazing entrepreneurs that I come into contact with and think, oh yeah, I should be doing that. I should be selling energy drinks. I should be selling, um, I don't know, that range of skincare, but it doesn't, I'm just going to be selling to them. I don't genuinely believe that I can help them. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's interesting because when I reflect it back to say a previous life, I'm going back 10, a decade now when I was in the health and fitness space, as a personal trainer and sports therapist. Did I genuinely believe that what I was offering would be of value to people? Yes, I did. I genuinely believed that I could help them with transformation, transforming their health and fitness to become healthier, more fit people. Had I experienced the benefits personally? This is where it kind of unravels for me because I lost my mojo when it came to the health and fitness space because I never went, I didn't go through that journey myself of like, for example, losing a load of weight. At the time I was, uh, my, my background was a rugby player. I played rugby till I was 30. Um, so I didn't, I didn't go through that customer journey myself. I was just the one teaching. I hadn't been through the customer journey. I couldn't see it from their point of view. And was I genuinely trying to help them? I was, but I didn't have all three of those parts of the triangle connected. And maybe that's why I lost my mojo now. It's only looking back, you know, you can connect the dots, says Steve Jobs. And I think, you know, it came to the point where for me, it was just all about selling, trying to bring in more revenue, trying to build a team. And I just gen definitely lost something through that process. And I think it was because I hadn't been through that journey myself, whereas now... You know, my life, myself, have been transformed in the last three and a half, four, five years through the journey that I've been through, through podcasting. So think about that and how that relates to your own situation and ask yourself those three questions. Do you genuinely believe that what you're doing will be of value to people? Have you experienced the benefits personally? Have you been through your customer journey? And are you genuinely trying to help people, not just sell to them? And if you shift the focus from us to them, then you can influence people. And what I want you to think of, last thought, is, you know, influence brings certainty. Who is the most certain person that you know? When you think of certainty, certain people, who do you think of? Somebody walks into a room, just the aura they give off. And I'm thinking of a 
you know, I don't know, attorney Robbins or someone that just walks in the room and everybody's eyeballs is on that person. They just own it. They are certain, they are confident, they have influence. They will be able to influence that room. Think about it. Let me know who that is. Scroll down to uh, ratings and reviews and under reviews, leave me a message. Let me know the person who you know has the most certainty. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Sharing the lessons that I'm getting from my mentor, mentors, because there's two of them. And uh, I hope that has been of help on this Saturday solo episode. Thanks. Have an awesome weekend. If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask is that you tell somebody else about it. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social tagging me in the screw it, just do it hashtag. But if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode and you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook, plus at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram. Alongside the Screw It Just Do It Facebook page, this houses the Screw It Just Do It community and has the most up-to-date information on all things Screw It Just Do It, including all of our live events. I love hearing from you if you either message me on LinkedIn or email alex at screwitjustdoit.org. I promise to reply. Just give me a little time.